Welcome to another episode of The Pit Stop. Your hosts, Ryan and James, go live on YouTube, Twitch, and LinkedIn to talk about the twists, turns, and lessons learned at the end of every fast-paced week. Get ready, get set, and go into the weekend with a fresh perspective on what it takes to lap the competition. And now, your hosts, Ryan and James. The week where we get together and we do a little pit stop. Pit you know, stop. little pit stop. And, pit. Uh, you know, Ryan, you're not one to stop very much, right? <laughs> I think you prefer to be on the, on the track doing, doing the racing thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Yep. I like, to, so, ra- I like, I like to race. And so it is important though that you, you know, you got to change the tires and you got to get the gas and you got to refuel that's why we do this on Friday, heading into the weekend. You know, it's time to refuel, time to think about how the week went. How was your week this week, Ryan? Uh, so this week was a is an interesting one. You know, I'm I'm um, I'm transitioning my my role with Connect and Sell um, a bit. So I'm 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 actually gonna stop getting bogged down. Talk about being on the so I could be on the track more often. Yeah, but in this. But in this transition phase, I'm um, I, I, I'm getting bogged down in a lot of the weed stuff. So it's transitioning accounts and things like that. So I'm trying to look at my data, but I really I'm trying to pull this up now. But I, I felt like I wasn't wasn't on the track as much as I wanted to be. Um, just time wise. Yeah, just time. I mean, we'll Got look it. at the data, but I know I know I didn't have that much. Like my sessions were. Yeah, here we go. I only did 554 dials this week. Spoke to, uh, I spoke to uh, eighteen people and got two meetings. So, so don't even worry about it because that's a that's such a standard conversion rate all the way through. It's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I know you know that. I I know you think that's low to you, but you know I think about when I first read Outbound Sales No Fluff before I knew what Connect and Sell was before I knew you know like before I was introduced to modern. Sales development. It was a hundred dials a day. You know, it's a hundred dials a day, maybe. A uh-huh. lot of a lot of shops do the 40, 40 quality calls a day, eighty quality calls a day. You know, a hundred is 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 pushing it. People push back on a hundred uh, when with, with with without the you know a tool right to help them do it. So I remember hearing you, Sean, talk about you know, these astronomical numbers. Uh, and it was always so amazing because, you know, you look at the math over time when you get, when you're able to do that volume, it's so easy to see how it, the math breaks down. You can't, you don't, you don't get that when you're going with those lower numbers from my experience, just straight up. Like it's, you just don't have the number of touches or the conversations or, I mean, you know, <laughs> there were there were weeks uh in my sales development career you know when i was uh the 80 dial a day guy where i wouldn't talk to anybody all damn week <laughs> yeah how are you how are you supposed to get any better or or, or, yeah. or or figure anything out so i know you feel like it was a it was a it was a uh you know low volume week for you uh any any Key learnings. I saw you posted that, um, you know, 27 seconds clip. 
shout out to all the 27 second haters. Uh, I can't figure out this fucking thing, man. What the yeah, hell? I feel like I feel like we're uh, we're uh, it's a game of musical screens right now. Oh. I'm getting a little dizzy. Good. I've been trying to roll, just roll with it, you know. Um, uh, fuck it, you know. But this sucks. is what we this is doing it live. We're we're using a new one, right? This is a new one. Yeah, well, it's newer. I, I started streaming with it last week, but I can't figure this thing out. Like, why can't I? Anyway, I'm trying to put us. I'm trying to put us. There's a way to put us. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. We'll do musical streams. So, uh, uh, so yeah. So I booked. So I was doing the Josh Braun this week. I've been a lot of education, like trying to make it educational, and I think it's actually really starting to come together pretty nicely. Where I got the A/B test on the script, the Braun method, and the breakthrough. I got um, in the math of sales quota dominance cheat. I'm starting to bring up. Uh, you know, I'm actually testing the two, and there's bronze method of co I'm color coding the different stages of the pitch. Well, the open, the pitch, the the question, the close. Yeah. And so, so what like what Braun brought to the table, which is like a, a whole breakthrough for me, no pun intended, um, <laughs> was like you know I always measure the yes, no, not you not now, right? I've always done yep. that, but yep. I, I I never really looked at at what point at what point of that message am I dropping. You know, I've talked about it before. Like, hey, you know, if if you're if you're entering and people are hanging up with you, like, change your change it. But I haven't really been methodical around, like, hey, what percentage of my conversations are getting past the open? What percentage of my conversations are are um, you know dropping on the pitch versus the question, etc. To start to optimize. And so I kind of created a a little way to track that. You know, if you want to like put your numbers in on how far it's going, so you got a little pie chart. Um, and uh, and then Noah Goldman sent me. A screenshot from a book it's like how to cold call in the 80s or something like that i can't remember the title but uh it talks about something that there was like another whole aha moment which is this idea of a completion so you know i've always talked about like hey don't measure like success is that you had the conversation yes no not me not now um but it's just a perfect definition and if the fucking screen share would work right now we could figure it out but um the uh completion is a conversation with the person on the list that you want to talk with, right? Not their admin, not their gatekeeper, right? An actual conversation where you were able to tell them your philosophy or the reason for the call or whatever. And, and you know, it was delivered to them. And so you should match. It doesn't matter. And, the, and it, it's so funny. The quotes, like, it doesn't matter if you do 50 dials or a hundred dials, which is so funny. That's still the metric <laughs> with, with the connector. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> fifty dollars or hundred dollars is like it's scratch right on it. Uh, fifty dollars or hundred—that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It's completion. So I was like, oh yeah, that's right, right? A completion, and it says a completion can be a no. It can be a, a yes later or yes now or whatever. But track your completions. And so, uh, Cease has picked that up this week. Did a post on it, and uh, I just think it like yeah. really starts to bring the, it brings it all together in a way where I think people are starting to figure it out. And I had um, Sean Robinson on uh today on my live stream and he was talking about uh how much value is getting out of using the bucket dialer um and he's like dude it's crazy like when i got to my working bucket you know i have four conversations a referral and um like in an hour or whatever 45 minutes it's like i've never been able to do that before and that's not connected so that's that's just using buckets it's the process and then you know being being really methodical about moving your data through 
And he's like, yeah, I mean, I never really, I, he's a good big script guy and things like that. But he's like, I've never really operationalized the top of the funnel like you're doing here. And I'm like, I know. And I'm just, we're taking it to a whole nother level now where you can really start to now have a framework of where I'm at. And now I can think about based on my math of sales, right? How do I get better each and every day? And so that's what I'm excited about is like just, it's really starting to come together around how you can, how you can kind of push the limits for yourself, how you can test things, but how do you also know, you know, what's working, what's not working. And it's not the same methodical, you know, boring thing every time, right? Kind of gamify the top of the funnel for yourself and maybe keep yourself a little more motivated to pick up the phone and getting your head out of the outcomes. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, the outcomes being a meeting, right? Now, now if it's completion, dude, I can celebrate my nose, right? I can, I can celebrate that because I got a completion. Yeah. So, and, and just to be clear, the completion is just your ability to get your message out, whether they say yes or no. Did you get to that point in the call? That's what you count as a completion. Yeah. Only pull this fucking thing would work. <laughs> but just, just to be clear, that's what we're talking about. Right. When we say a completion. Exactly. Okay. So it's the, it's the person. Yeah. It's the this person. Is, this is so uh, huge. It's the person. And here, here, I got the, this is what Noah sent me, right? A completion is a telephone call that actually gets through to the right individual, right? A call that is to be returned or a discussion with assistant or secretary does not count. It's not a completion. In this initial call, you briefly explain what you have in the way of a product or philosophy, right? The reason for the call. And you bring to the individual's attention what you have to offer and you discover his interest. In some cases, you will want to make an appointment for a face-to-face presentation or Zoom these days, right? In other cases, you will follow up at a later time via a telephone call. Holy shit. It's all, this is written in the 80s before I was born, uh, you know? Uh, that's you're, like, such you know, a, you're such a biter, but, apparently. Apparently. But the, but the completion is not aimed at getting an order. It is only aimed at finding out whether or not you can proceed with future, con- future contacts, right? He may say yes. He may say no. It's still a completion. Isn't that super clear? So clear. Yeah. It's so, this is so important. You know, I mean, at, we, uh, at Outbound View, right? We see that we have to you you have to dive inside because even when you're running a system where folks are dispositioning things, um, you know, as uh, not now or a follow up or wrong person or interest send information, right? Even when you're do- running that and you're bucketing leads that way, you you still have to you know, the, looking at your completions, right. And saying, you know, because when you get the report and it says, Oh, wow, we had, um, you know, 17 conversations yesterday, but we didn't get any meetings. Right. Okay. We'll dive into those calls. And how many of those were completions? How many of those were we talking to the name lead? How many of those were we able to, you know, convey our message where we're trying to bring attention to our offering and getting their temperature on it. How many times did that actually happen? Right. And when you start diving into that, then it's so much easier to figure out a, you can most of the time be like, okay, not as big of a deal as we thought it was. Right. Because that number is going to be a lot lower. Right. 
um, especially early on, especially with early lists, especially with cleaning lists, right? With all of these kind of different variables, you're going to, you're, if you start diving into that KPI, you're going to find that the, that number is much lower than you probably think it is, even if you have good surface level reporting, right? Even if your folks are, are sending people into the follow-up, right? Or the interest send information or whatever, right? It's, it's that, that's so key because it's nothing ever really, it didn't, nothing matters until that happens. Yeah, you know, it doesn't. It? And, and, and that's, that's the thing that I think it also takes away from, the fear of following up with that individual who quickly hung up with you. Like if, if they, if they hang up, if they hung up on you, uh, you know, it's not a completion. So you, you need to get back, you know, you need to quickly get that person back on. Don't wait forever to try to get that person in. If it's completion, now you have a real, you have a real idea of what the next best action is. Is this a, is this a, you know, follow up for uh, getting an appointment? Is it a, uh, is it a, um, you know, a true follow-up in terms of they, they really, really do want information, not a brush off, right? Cause mm -hmm. you've got, you got through and you're able to effectively communicate this. Is it a no? And a no is actually good. It's yeah, a good, I've always said that it's always a good, yeah. if you can yeah. get there. And, and I don't know, it just, it just brings a, it brings a metric that's just been around forever. And, uh, obviously according <laughs> to this thing that, that no one talks about. And, you know, I've said the only thing that matters is conversations, but the reality is, the only thing that matters is completion. So I mean, because the conversation doesn't matter unless it's a, a completion, right? I mean, yeah. it does matter. It's it's a it's a step in the process. But um, this is a KPI that you know marketing could attach to and sales can catch to and agree to. Like, hey, are we targeting the right people? Are we saying the right things? What's the next best action? And it per fits perfectly into buckets, right? Because it's like, yeah, I mean, it fits you know. perfectly into so many different things, it, you, and it works great for newer reps. Mm-hmm. Because then you completely train them not to be all caught up with the outcome of just booking a meeting, right? Because if you get hung up on, <laughs> when you get hung up on, <laughs> if when <laughs> you feel so you feel so far away from booking a meeting when that happens, like that's pretty much the farthest away that you can feel <laughs> as a caller <laughs> when you call. Hey, my name's Click. Oh man. Okay, so if that's your goal and you're super tied into that being the only outcome that's going to matter to you and your buddies and your manager and anybody else, you're going to be super. Nobody's going to fucking follow up. Who would do that? Who would do that? You know, mm -hmm. unless unless they had somebody behind them saying, you know, making them do it or it's, you know, automated and not personalized and somewhat shitty. So, you know, I mean, it, it just it it's a paradigm shift right and i think the the fear with sales team sales organizations when they hear this type of thing is it doesn't it seems too soft it doesn't seem close to revenue enough right a meeting a book meeting we've got a sales qualified lead here, folks. That's something that we can put into the pipeline, you know? And so that's what well, I hear a lot when we, when, when, when I have these conversations, right? It's like, Hey, have you guys thought about the value of, even though we've heard no 18 times, you know, now we know why everybody is saying no. And you can, uh, you know, the value outside of just booking meetings, when you're th talking about the top of the funnel, it's a tough thing for people to kind of wrap their mind around because it's just the, the golden 
you know, it's the golden metric um, for better or worse. And it seems like no matter what, <laughs> I've had some conversations recently where I've gone down this path with people to talk to them about it. And somehow we end up talking about how many meetings they're going to, they want, you know, booked and shit. So it's like somehow that still become, because to them, it's the closest thing to revenue. Right. 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 But, and, and I had, so I taught a course this week with uh, Alec no, Newcomb no, you didn't. Uh, from, uh, so Alec Newcomb's like a top two digital marketer in the world, according to Amazon and Google. And um, he teaches at UNH and he brought me in. He's like the math of marketing guy. And he's like, oh, mine's the math of sales guy. So we, we taught a little course and I got some more clarity on a lot of this stuff, which I think is, is exciting. Um, and we can share it today. So uh, Ryan went to Ryan, Ryan marketing, marketing, Ryan, are we about to get marketing version Ryan here? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I've always said that the top of funnel is marketing, right? Yep. Um, Shout out to Josh Williams. We had this conversation earlier this week about this. Yeah. Good marketing and sales. So here's, here's modern outbound the way I see it as it all comes together. Right. So we always think about the funnel, right. And you've got, awareness, uh, consideration, and conversion, right? And then, uh, you know, sales, so, so, so conversion down here is is this MQL, so marketing likes to call it, right? Um, and typically sales doesn't come in until like at this point, which is the meeting, and then you've got your SQL, right? Down here. Um, uh, and then of course, what I did as I came along, because no one ever had the top of funnel process, I came around and I, we created buckets, right? So you got uncontacted, uh, working, priority, and, scheduled it's scheduled right and then in here you get like a nurture or a dq because i spoke to you finally okay that's buckets and then you have marketing and sales sales development but sales if, if you're full cycle sales people you should be doing the marketing side of things right so then you have these channels Right, when you put this thing, sales, you can use, well, actually, this is the big takeaway, right? You can use your voice, use your voice, email, and one-to-one -one social, right? It's kind of like the main channels here. Um, I mean, you, you, you could put, email slash text or whatever you can keep kind of you got your channels for sales and then over here you got marketing which is traditionally like website blog type of stuff you got uh webinars or like what you do right podcasts right your media guy stuff right podcasts or whatever you got events you know you got events you got uh you got ads right and other content maybe content marketing, SEO, yada, 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 right? So you're all these channels. Now, if you think about the list being your strategy, right? Market dominance, all that shit, right? Here's all your leads at the very top of the funnel, 
when it's always about target message channel timing, right? Which target message channel timing, we we'll put it in there somewhere, right? Um, and it's always about target. These let's assume these are all the people we want to do business with. Target message is with stuff we're talking about, like how you deliver that message and uh, how do I deliver that message and um, and make sure that uh, it's clear, concise, and consistent across all these channels where they prefer to reach it, right? Mm -hmm. So what we struggle with as a salesperson is we like to go to the, the channel we prefer and we, for, we we avoid everything. And you know the debate, the hot debate around. Uh, you know, the hot debate around phones that are emails that it's like, who, who gives a shit? Like, does your person there, that's where you need to be or your message needs to be there, right? Yeah. And so so what's <laughs> happening is we have to break down this and right, like we're all in sales, we're all in marketing at the top of the funnel, right? Mm -hmm. So that we can start to drive, you know, so we can start to drive these leads through from MQL SQL. Now, everyone thinks about it from a funnel and they're like, oh, we're gonna go from awareness, consideration, conversion, or if I'm on the phone, right, I, I now have a working lead, it's validated and maybe I talk to you or whatever, right? But the, the reality is, and this is the great visualization about all this shit, is that this is really a big fucking tornado, right? <laughs> big fucking tornado. And- It's all and that, at the same time. <laughs> so, it's all, this is all happening, right? Whether you like it or not, you're, as soon as you use the voice and we're working towards completions, and this is where, this is what started this whole thing today, right? Like was as a like, aha moments, right? Completions allow us to take advantage of that. Okay, if we focus on the meeting, oh, phone's not working. Well, what happened with all those completions when you're talking and you hear, sorry, where are you from? Guess what? You just put them into your digital channel and they're out there doing things, learning about you, and they're going to they come inbound at some point. We're not yeah. measuring that today, but we need to. And this infrastructure doesn't exist in B2B very well at all. Right? At all. I've never yeah. seen it ever. No, not, not laid out linear where it's all, you know, because it is a tornado. And, you know, I will say that I, I've seen a few and, and been a part of a few teams where sales development really served as the, as, as, as the way to make that, to, to level that out. Right. Cause marketing tends to do things that they think they have to do by themselves and aren't, couldn't be served by partnering with sales on and vice versa. It's just, it's just the way it is. So well, I mean, yeah. think about this too. Like, you know, you've got these awareness and consideration, like you're doing webinars and podcasts. Well, why aren't you using the voice to disseminate that information for those you. two? I'm telling like, you. That's... Why aren't we doing that? Instead, we want to go sales, meetings only. But like, yep. there's all these channels that we could what use to activate. Yeah, what would happen if you brought an inside salesperson over to do one-to-one -one dialing for key accounts for your webinar? What would happen? You would get the people you actually want into your webinar, which is the whole yeah. point of it. Right. Yeah. And, and the salesperson would get to make a fucking call that where they, they, it's just a webinar where they actually have a completion. That's a fantastic call to make. Hey, where they have a completion. Yeah. The reason completion. for my call is we're hosting a webinar on a topic for CEOs. This is the, the brawn thing about a thing that you probably care about. Is that, is that something you might be interested in attending next week? Yep. And guess what? Yes or no? No, no problem. Hey, there's going to be a recording. You know, I can send it over to you if you'd like. 
Sure. I mean, again, it might be a brush off, whatever, but I'm telling you, we are running, we are running plays this week where we are literally just calling and saying case study. You want a case study? We'll send you a case study. How about that? And it, the, the response even, and, and you know, just like anything else, you see varying levels of responses. Uh, at the very least, what we see is folks surprised that that's all the, the ask is. And so it's like, hmm, all right, sure. And then to your point, flipped over. Now they're, you know, now they're in the ecosystem and they're, it's not the same thing as somebody who responds with, oh yeah, send that to me. That sounds like an interesting topic. I definitely want to read about that, right? That's a different, there's different shades all the way through, but I, we had tons of success, like, you know, running that play this week. It was amazing. And and because you realize it's just, uh, they, if you have good marketing assets, why aren't you using inside salespeople to disseminate and distribute those assets to people who might care about them? Well, the people that you, so again, stick to your swim line. Remember this, you gotta yeah. have your swim line in here. So don't do any of this effort to, to, to random shit, right? Get rid of that stuff. Focus yep. and audience targeting, which is what, you know, my, what Bushako is acquired by Sprinkler. That was what we did. I, I still don't understand why B2B businesses are not doing this. Um, but most marketers don't understand how that works, right? You have an email, you have a phone number, you load it into the fucking channel. <laughs> that, that group gets that message, right? Via yeah. ads, via ads. And then you could be calling them and emailing them and whatever, right? Like retargeting. Just... Yeah. I was talking with right. somebody, uh, who was it? David McHale. Uh, he owns a company called hail bites. This dude's doing YouTube retargeting videos where he, you know, people co go to their website. Then the next time they go on YouTube, he's popping up on, on YouTube. Right. right? I mean, He's it's amazing and, and to hear how he then takes those people into his funnel and calls them and just uses all of it all the way through. It's amazing. Shout out to David. He was talking to us about it. You might want to you need to connect with him and bring him on because he's doing a lot of this very creative marketing, retargeting ads to the same people. Not that's what's always blown my mind. It's like we're running ads on Facebook. OK, well, are they the same people that the sales teams <laughs> reaching out on LinkedIn to and, and, and trying to call on the phone and trying to email hardly ever not. No. Well, if they're using audience targeting, it is, but they're probably not. They're doing, they're yeah, using very they're rarely. Using, do I see that happen? They're, they're using Facebook's parameters mm -hmm. around, Oh, I want, you know, people in sales. No, no. The difference is you, if you have the email and you have the phone number, if you have that data, you can load it. Every channel has that. By the way, you can do this on TV now. You think YouTube's interesting? Alec, Alec can get you on TV, on CNBC, right? Like on there for like the price of doing Facebook ads, right? Like mm -hmm. not, 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 not that, maybe not on CNBC, but the commercials, the commercials behind that, yeah. you could be between, you could be between, um, you know, McDonald's and Pepsi on Sunday night football be, because it's using audience targeting, right? Like Hulu and all these, all these streaming apps. Now you give me the list of the people you want to talk to. I show up in your commercials every time. So that's, that's the stuff that that's the stuff where modern outbound is really starting to come together for me. Um, because I've always said this, right? Modern outbound drives inbound and 
you want inbound, which is not done right in B2B, to be the people on your fucking list. Period. And the they list is your strategy. Huh? The inbound leads are never on the list, Ryan. They're never on the list. They're always random. Yeah, random. They're, 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 you know, they're, fake they're, names. Yeah, yeah, let's capture only email. Corey had a question here. He said, you yeah. know, how, how come sales reps don't learn all this? It seems that it happens by accident. Or if you happen to land a, with a good leader, you get it. If you don't, you're on your own. Sales leaderships aren't just armed with math sales, the buck mentality, or the perspective that they need. I, I mean, I have no idea. I mean, I didn't, I, I learned this by doing. I mean, that's why I created the bucketing system myself, well, but it didn't, you know, really this scary. didn't exist. This didn't exist. A version of that, some leaders get it. There's leads. Yeah, I mean, but, the scary yeah. part is, is that there was a book written about it in the 80s and people still, I mean, you know, I mean, so I don't know. I think with this question, I don't think there's ever going to be, I think sales as a profession is one of these weird, weirdly dynamic things that has so many different facets to it. And technology has, has become this variable that just in certain sectors of the profession, I've just completely changed it. And so I just don't think that there's ever going to be a time where I would have the confidence to say that any salesperson starting any sales job would be taught these foundational kind of pillars of just how to think about it. I just don't. There's too many variables, right? Because the barrier to entry is real low for sales. So, so that means sometimes you just have inherently shitty leadership, right? The model of, an, uh, of promoting people in sales is let's promote top performers. Top performers, personality trait wise, typically aren't great leaders in a lot of cases, right? So it's like, just there's so many d deeply rooted things about the profession. I, I mean, I don't think there will ever be, maybe it, after you teach enough of these classes at UNH. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. The first one was fun. Um, but it, it, uh, it, it's, it's definitely going to happen, right? And winter, winter is coming, as they say, Corey, right? As, as you say, winter is coming and, uh, you know, email, email isn't going to help these businesses survive. You can look at the HubSpot data. If you guys haven't checked out the COVID HubSpot data, it's now over a hundred percent sends since shelter in place. So now email has doubled and responses are, and responses are down 30%. Yeah. So it's not, it's not like it was, it's not like it was, you know, Hey, we're still getting more and people are just trying more and more and more and more and more spray, 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 spray. Um, like you're going to get blocked out. Like we already so learned this problem. at the sales developers, you know, it's a problem. That's a problem. Target. It, I've, 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 if I think I'll probably have nightmares about target over the, over the weekend. Right. Cause it just so many, so many conversations about, because none of this works to your point, none of what you've drawn up there works unless you, that swim lane is identified. And I think a problem that a lot of, um, you know, a lot of sales leaders, a lot of business owners, a lot of people in the B2B space have is they build products and solutions and services that are so multifaceted that they literally like, well, we could sell it to this. We could that's sell it to that. We could serve. We help these people. We help them, them too, you know? So this, that's our, that's, that's what we're going to talk about. Right. The ALDL, I don't know how to spell. Oh, I don't know. 
whatever. I mean, it's uh, from what I see, not only is it one of the biggest, it, you know, and, and first and largest obstacles that people have to figure out and get over and realize how important it is. I see a lot of people try and run before they get that figured out and it never works out well, right? Because you're sending messages. You could spend, you could write the best, you could hire Josh Braun to write your fucking emails. And if it's to the wrong person, it's not going to matter. Well, yeah. It's, you know, so it's just, I don't Chanel. know. Target did you message. Just Google that? I did. I had to. Okay, Chanel. I was, it's, it was Chanel. 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 We don't want to be Chanel. advertising for anybody unless we're getting paid for it. Got it. Chanel. Uh, <laughs> I, I had to get, is that even the right, is that channel? I, don't know. I mean, at this point, uh, I think. You... Oh, yeah. Channel. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, here's the thing. Target message is important you can have you think it's the right target with the wrong message and you fail right you go that's back to the completions right it's yeah. not sitting well and and how quickly can you learn how quickly can you learn that the fastest way to learn that is through voice because you get those iterations you get the reason you get the you can ask the question right just yeah. out of curiosity why yeah. <laughs> just out of curiosity yeah. why why do you feel that way um and many times you get it right um if I look at at the types of calls I have, I mean, we there's still a, a target issue at with the list that we run at Connect and Sell, which frustrates the hell out of me. But um, whatever, uh, it, it's just a battle you have to fight every day. If if you don't have salespeople, when I say, you know, I believe this is right you, eliminates all the waste and frustration. I don't have salespeople. Well, yep, that's right. Completion. But I mean, I should have been able to research that ahead of time. But now I know, no salespeople. Probably yep. don't need a sales platform, right? Yep. Pretty, pretty obvious, um, you know, uh, but, but, the, <laughs> but if, you know, and they're like, Hey, that's not interesting to me. And you go, well, why, you know, just out of curiosity, do you have frontline sales? No, we don't just me. Oh, well you're selling. Tell me more. And yeah. sometimes that converts into a conversation that makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't, you know, cause yeah. I have, you know, we have relationships with people that we can refer them to, right. For, you know, what's your yeah. problem. And you know? I think that's an important, uh, mindset to have right it's like even in the, because look we talk about all of this stuff right and all of these elements and all of these things reality is you're probably at a place where none of it or some of it is figured out right like just the probability is you're you're battling against list dude, dude, dude you know, i haven't i i've been doing this now especially the uh from inside sales bootcamp Till to now, which is since 15, I think, right? So five years of only focusing on sales development, top of funnel, math of sales conversations with founder CEOs, fast growing companies. I haven't come across, I can't even count them on my fucking hand. There's only been a handful of companies that I've come across where I can go through the basic math sales and I can get the answers fairly quickly. And yeah. the, the ones I can count, the reason why I can count them is that the person there is like, you know, they follow my shit and they they've read the book and stuff like that. And even the book doesn't go deep enough because into it. But you is that what you're saying? The, yeah, like a like a Sean Cease knows math sales because they listen to it, or yeah. you know, some other people um, that have been around that. But I mean, it's like I I I I get down sales leader. You ask a simple question: What's your close rate on opportunities that are forecasted? And it's a it can't answer it. That's the well. that's the most. 
it's a big range. Like, oh, it depends. What's your average? Ah, oh, it depends. No, it doesn't depend. You have an average. You have a close rate. You have you have it. Yes, it depends because your target's all over the place, but that's the point of it. Like, you got to get focused yeah. so you can have a benchmark and you can understand, are yeah. we targeting the right people? Are we saying the right things? Right? Yeah. Does Clear, it, are, are, are we targeting the right people? Are we saying the things in the right channel? And are we taking are we taking action at the right time? Because going back to completions, no meetings, but shit, we tried 18 completions today with people that are probably going to buy on this, uh, you know, in Q1. Who knows? Whatever. They're a future buyer. Or not. Right. Or not. We can go figure out why the hell we were talking to them in the first place. Right. It's like the 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 reason I wore this my Sherlock Holmes shirt today is because so much of top of the funnel work is this, you know, you're deducing your, 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 you know, a detective trying to figure out what was going on, especially early on. Right. Uh, you know, and, and if you're not um, organized with how to categorize those things and you're only ever worried about low hanging fruit that pops up every now and then and you get a meeting out of it, there's so much you're leaving on the table. You know, there's so many learnings and so many things that'll help you get better quicker and see success faster and more repeatable to be able to build that process. Cause there is no success without a process. I mean, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but you know, it's just, um, you can't do it. It's just, you'll be all over the place. It's too, there's too much going on. The tornado, you will get sucked up in that fucking tornado <laughs> really yeah, quickly. Be gone. And then you're hoping, and then you're hoping, right? And then you yeah, don't have I mean, a job. Yeah. If you're a rep, you don't have a job. And if you're a company, you're out of business. And um, I mean, the, truth. the other thing, the other thing we talked, to, I talked about Sean, the, you know, earlier today, which I thought was was spot on to what you're saying here too, is when you have a process, you know, a lot of people in sales will say, well, I don't want to force them to say this thing, or you know, I I want them to have their own creativity, and it's like great, but what 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 you find is that if you actually did give it to them, more often than not, they're going to use it because if they have a process and they have things to turn to, they, they want to use that. I, I can't tell you, but, but you're too, you're too lazy to do it. That's why you're not putting it out there or you're afraid that you might be wrong and someone's going to yeah, give you shit about it. But something and put something down on paper that's traceable back to you that you told somebody to do some shit. Right. Oh yeah. And, and then that doesn't work. Right. This fear yeah, it's the worst, but I, I'm from sitting in seat as an SDR, there's nothing like when you go when you come to work on Monday or after a weekend and you're an SDR very rarely did I show up like just knowing what the heck to do especially early on right and so I was lucky I had a, a leader and a AE that was like aware of that and we just daily checklists like boom 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 like and it, early on it was very finite right it was this many calls to this list, this many calls to that list. And it made my day so much easier because I didn't have some of those, you know, I didn't have the business acumen. I didn't have some of those inherent um, instincts. So as you're moving things through the funnel, you it, over time you realize, oh, okay, I've got this group of people that have clicked. Let me go call them and follow up. Or, you know, you just some nuances that you, you're, you become aware of. Well, if you're left without any sort of process or any sort of step to take you through and kind of teach you those things, it's a nightmare, especially now when you're, you think about all these people working remote alone in their houses, 
trying to feel like they're being productive. Give them a way to, I mean, I always, I always compare it to like the feeling you get after you cut grass, <laughs> you know, like you did it, you put in the work, you knew what you had to do. And at the end of it, you look back and that shit looks nice. You just yeah. smell, right. And that's the feeling that, an, you know, an inside salesperson has, if you've laid out a process that they can follow, right. That at the end of the day, they can say, boom, that's what I did. 10 completions for, you know, whatever the, the, the things are, they can look back at it and feel good about it. That's it's clear that clarity is always kindness and it, it helps make sure that everybody's on the same page. It's like a win, win, win. But uh, to your point, people are lazy and they don't, if all of those things don't work, it's like, well, they were just out there doing something. I, you know, I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> Get out of here. Well, at the end of the day, I think, um, the, the biggest challenge is, is that, you know, in sales, you have one of the, you, know, you have the most important thing for the business in your responsibility, which is, which is revenue. Yeah. And there's the least amount of structure uh, around that. Like most other jobs have, you know, yeah. pretty like you do these things, right? Show like every day and do these things and you do these things like, yeah. Even the receptionist is like you have SLAs on. If it rings three times, you you know you don't want the phone ring more than three times, and they, they know that. I mean, clarity. The the difference in sales. I mean, there there are these this pushback on like, oh, like you're managing by activities, and the reason why they're doing by activities is they're not they're not uh, they 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 may think that the activities result in outcomes, but they're not really looking into. They're not double clicking to it for far far enough, right? And yep. if you can explain to someone, I need you to make fifty calls, and fifty is the wrong number because that's the made up number everyone uses because it's it's always wrong. But I need you to make X number of calls because we know that our connect rate is roughly this, which then we know our completion rate is X, you know, roughly this, and then we know yada 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 all the way through. It's like, oh, okay, now I get it. I need to be doing this every day because it results in me, this is math sales, right? That results in me being able to get to a sale. This and if right. I'm not here right now, because timing is a big thing, if I'm not here right now and I do this daily, this stuff will compound over time and eventually it becomes easier, right? My connect rates go up. I have more conversations with less activities. So in the beginning, I bust my ass. I might have to do two, three, four hundred dials a day. Sounds crazy, but you might have to do that until you get to a position where you only have to make 50 dials to talk to five people. Yeah, but in the you beginning, you you to talk, you you make four hundred dollars to talk to five people because your list sucks. You go yeah. clean up your list, build your list. Yeah, put in the build work, your, build your buckets. Yeah, build the buckets. Go buy the buckets course. Yala. Yeah, go do that, Yala. Just deduce it. Yeah. All right. Well, I gotta we gotta land this thing. Gotta land this thing uh, a little early so I can get out for um, Halloween weekend with the kids. Nice. Um, enjoy trick or treating. You're going to yep. check it out, see what happens? Yeah, I think I might even go buy a costume tonight. I don't know. You might see me in something crazy, you know? Well, I don't even know where I'll go with it. Who knows? Have a great well, weekend. See you, brother. Over with. Till next week. See you later. Bye.